Raising Teens by Colette Smart with Ray Kington. Do you ever feel weird? Oh, as if. Raising Teens with Ray Kington and psychologist and teacher Colette Smart. We'd love to hear from you. You can get in contact with us via the Hope Media app. You can shoot us a message through that. It's easy to grab. So wherever you grab your, your apps, get the Hope Media app and shoot us a question. And uh, Colette, you've got a question for us today. It's come through. So one of our listeners asked, uh, firstly, they said, thank you for encouragement and advice on raising teenagers. Uh, We've moved to Sydney 12 months ago, so this has been a huge change for our family. Our daughter had no need for a phone previously, but now is finding her way to and from school by herself. And of course, everyone else has one. We have held quite a firm stance on social media after watching our older child uh, go through something complicated. We have open discussions as to why and and when we look at her having chosen apps. Uh, she suddenly turned 14 and we thought, okay, well, that time's going to be approaching for the certain apps. We've unfortunately come across a second phone given to her by a friend on which she has opened her own Snapchat, one we certainly didn't want her to have, and other socials, social media. Now we are left with the questions. Have we pushed her to lie to us? She has been living separate lives with clear anxiety on covering this up. Should we have just let her have the social media against our better judgment? I feel like we've made the situation worse. Where do we go from here? I feel shattered. Melanie. Melanie, thank you so much for your message. And, uh, yeah, it's a a tough one. It it seems to me that uh, kids will do things like that. I mean, I I had a friend who, you know, was not allowed to uh, date uh, when he was in school, so uh, uh, he used to go and use use the public phone to call girls, yeah, you know, yeah. down the road. I had, a, I had a friend who wasn't allowed to wear makeup, and yeah. so we used to have mufti days. She used to bring, um, use everybody else's makeup in the bathroom and take it off before she went home on the bus. So I know. We've <laughs> Where there's all a will, there's that. a way. Yep, yep. <laughs> So, but that's not to make light of, I, I know what it's like. I've got three mm. children and, you know, it's so shattering when you feel like your child has been deceitful. And so I feel like for Melanie, there's almost two questions in here. And uh, I'm thinking, Ray, we might do the social media ones mm. in a separate episode of the podcast. We'll maybe just touch on the deceit first and, and okay. when our children lie to we'll, us. We'll follow up on the social media next uh, next episode, shall we? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I think... It's important to know that our children will lie to us somewhere along the way. Mm. Um, You know, they're not evil little human beings. Uh, It's just, it's the nature of humanity and we do things like that. We all did. We've just spoken about our own friends. And I think once our children are old enough to understand the difference between true and not true, I think that's a good time to start encouraging them to tell the truth and, and let them know that lying isn't okay. So obviously, but by the time our teenagers are in their teen years, they know that yeah. lying isn't okay. And so I think we need to also remember, we need to look at why ha- have our children lied. Uh, so often it's to get something that they want or to get out of something that they don't want to do. Sometimes there's peer pressure. That's mm. a big one for our teenagers. And they're common motivations, but there's also some less obvious reasons that children might not tell the truth or at least the whole truth. And so that's why we, I'm saying we need to get underneath the why. So asking ourselves, what kind of lies is my child telling and what are the circumstances around this lie? So they might speak before they think and blurt things out because they're trying to, um, 
you know, safe face or whatever it might be. Uh, but sometimes for our teens, they're trying to cover something up and not get into trouble. So it seems like Melanie's daughter was covering it up, uh, the phone, having the phone. She didn't want to get into trouble. That's why she never said, I mm. have a second phone. Um, sometimes it's to enhance their self-esteem or gain approval. So so I'm wondering if for Melanie's daughter, she was looking at all these peers and they all had phones and she was a teenager and she felt like uh, others yeah. would see her as a baby, mm. um, you know, not mature enough to have a phone, particularly social media, because to fit in with your peers is a big reason why our teens lie. Uh, and so it doesn't excuse it, but it's knowing that sometimes the peer pressure is so huge for them, they'd rather face the music with us yeah. than face the consequences with their peers. Yeah. And so you're almost safer in a, in a way. Um, and that can sometimes be hard to swallow, but that is... And sometimes our our kids will just do do it because you know they will say, well, everybody does it, haven't we? All said that line to our parents. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> it's just because they want to get something they want. Sometimes our teenagers also lie to us to avoid hurting our feelings um, because they know that we might be hurt, and they also don't want to disappoint us. Yeah. They don't want us to be disappointed, and so they rather. They don't think ahead that the lie makes us is even more disappointing. They mm. don't realize that at that stage. Some of them are also just exerting their independence. They just want to move away from parental control or test out new ba ba behaviors and see what our boundaries are like and how much they can push them. So there's a lot of reasons. But I think if we, in some areas, we need to have consequences, but we need to be careful when our, we discover our child has lied not to corner them. Um, not to label your child a liar because your children will sometimes think, oh, well, my parents think I'm a liar, so I'm, I may as well just carry on mm. doing that. That's who they see me as. Let them know that if they tell the truth, you can reduce the consequences. I think especially this is for, for the early times of lying um, or if you realize that there's other pressures and pain there, uh, help them work through that before we just come down on the, on the lies. But... You might even try a lighthearted hearted approach that gives them grace. So some, saying something like, yeah, you know, it sounds like a bit of a tall tale or um, I don't think you've told me the whole story. Can you just start again and add a few more, more details? I think you're missing some things out there. Uh, or even you could say, you're usually very honest with me. I'm trying to understand what happened last night and I feel like you're not telling me the whole truth. Give them outs so they can come clean. Um, give them opportunities for Truth checks. Um, Dr. Brady, a, a psychologist, talks about truth checks. And she says, give your child time. So say to them, I don't feel like this is the whole truth. Um, I'm going to walk away and give you 10 minutes. And when I come back, we can talk about it again. And then I'd like you to tell me a bit more about, you know, everything that happened or, yeah. you know, more of the truth. Uh, and, and so it just gives them opportunities to think uh, sometimes more serious repeated behaviors do need consequences. So I had a, a client whose child uh, had their peas and they said they were just driving to Parramatta and the parent discovered they drove to Newcastle for a party. <laughs> Whoa. So that child, the yeah. natural consequence is, well, you didn't show me the responsibility of using the car, so you mm. have now lost the car for yeah. a week, month. Um, you know, it's got to be reasonable, but set in line with the consequence. Yeah. Um, if your children sneak their, their iPad or their phone into their rooms and it's a no-go zone, you say, well, I'm sorry now, tomorrow night you go to bed earlier because you've messed up 
yeah. with your sleep or um you know, this is a repeated offence, I'm sorry, now you don't have your phone for the next three nights. Uh, sometimes it might be that the iPad or the phone needs to come away for a little bit because they need to earn the privilege mm. of using that. But sometimes you can say, well, you've messed up your sleep, so now you're going to bed earlier tomorrow night. So is finding consequences that are not overblown, giving our children grace, talking calmly when they break our trust, um, but then also giving them opportunities to earn your trust back Yeah, and talking with them, what does that look like? How can we do that? Yeah. And most importantly, we have to be able to take that device away. It's one of the few tools we've got left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending on the circumstance, yes. <laughs> All right. Good to talk to you. And, of course, uh, we'll follow up on the social media and teens uh, uh, in the next episode. But certainly if you've got a question, we'd love to hear from you and you can get in contact via the Hope Media app. This has been Raising Teens.